Good morning, everybody. How are you? This is Jeff Kelman of Solid Canine Training with the Wake the Fucker with Jeff show. Thank you for joining me on this wonderful Friday morning. I'm down here in the Bradenton, Sarasota area, I'm enjoying the cooler morning. Uh, it gets up into the 80s today, so that's that'll be really, really nice. Um, what I want to do is I want to share a video with you. Um, we The Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff uh, uh, show is about usually one topic, and then I take um, some Q&A at the end. It's uh, usually less than an hour show. Um, and what I'm going to do is show you this video right, first. Sit. And I'm going to lure. Good. Down. Good. Tucker here. Good job. Down. Little podcast, folks. This is the uh, green. Turn around and come back towards us. Tucker, here. That's my boy. Here. There we go. That's my boy. So the Green to Graduate is a show. Um, it's a video. It's, it's a uh, class. It is a course that's available at um, academy.solidcaninetraining.com. That's academy.solidcaninetraining.com. And I put it there because you can fully off-leash train your dog from not knowing one command. And I put it there because it's actually really appropriate for this show. But I put it on all the shows. Um, but you can take a fully untrained dog, doesn't know anything, and you could fully off-leash train your dog. And then you, you teach it matters. You can do a consult for stopping unwanted behaviors. We've got six podcasts a week. You can ask questions on how to stop unwanted behaviors. What's happening here? The, the theme of today's show is whatever happened to common sense? Whatever happened to common sense in dog training? We're losing it, and we're losing it at a rapid pace, and it needs to stop. The most ridiculous cut-and-paste bullshit is being passed around the internet. It's like everybody in dog training has gone soft and owners are struggling because of that and dogs are dying because of that. And that's a fact. I've been doing this for 20 years, 10,000 dogs plus traveling the world. The more and more people that I, that I talk to, the more bullshit, nonsense, social media that I see with all these people putting their emotion-laden childhood trauma into dog training. Did you hear that? The emotion-laden childhood trauma, self-worth, insecurity issues, personal abuse stories, no disrespect, into dog training, especially to stop unwanted behaviors, is out of control. It is out of control. All we are seeing these days, not just me, but any true dog trainer, all we are seeing is dogs with more and more unwanted behaviors. The softest owners that we've ever met, more dangerous dogs, and the most ridiculous advice that's ever existed that actually doesn't even stop an unwanted behavior. You know, we get every day, we get all these stupid fucking ass cut, you know, cut and paste phrases on our, on our, uh, um, on our social media. Everybody loves to throw out. Oh, I mean, I'll give you an example yesterday, how to stop barking. Don't use a shock collar. Don't use abuse and cruelty. Right there, those words, abuse and cruelty, emotion-laden, cut-and-paste phrases. I've been, doing, I've been using shock collars for 17 years, and they're the most wonderful tool to whisper or to shout at your dog up to a mile away as close as to a foot from you. It's the most fantastic tool. And then I always list, I always list. And then I delete people because they have no answer or they'll, or they'll redirect their question or they'll change the question. Like, like if you're going to go onto somebody's page, if you're going to say that's the wrong way to do it, you better fucking come up with the right way to do it. Right? If you're going to say that that is wrong, 
then tell me what is right without saying positive reinforcements. No shit. No fucking shit. How do you think we train dogs? Common sense with a reward-based training. Let's explain and let's break down dog training for so many people here. Most people think that dog training consists of going to a group class in a sterile environment, doing a choreographed routine in a group once a week. That is what people think is dog training. That is not dog training. That is 1% of dog training. Well, I guess that's dog training then, right? Taking your dog out into the real world and having it listen to you around high levels of distraction and obeying its commands. Yes, I use the word obey and I use the word command. Even those are fucking trigger words for people. The word obey is a trigger word. The word command is a trigger word. The, the fact that I say I own dogs is a trigger word. It is ridiculous. Yesterday, we we're filming with a board and trained dog down here in Florida, and we we're making a baby proofing video. What does it involve? A lot of things. We just did one, we just did one C, one scene. We just did one scene, and it was teaching this dog, Goose, to stay off the tummy time blanket with a baby with the tummy time mat mobile. You know, all the hanging stuff, the little sound effect things, the little spinny things. How to not step on the mat, how to not go up to the dog, how to not eat food off the mat. We also did healing next to the stroller, but you're actually not healing next to the stroller. You're actually healing next to the human while the human pushes the stroller because you don't want the dog to actually heal next to the stroller because then down the road, the dog could heal, uh, resource guard the stroller. We had a dog recalling around a room with food on the floor, ignoring the food. The dog would recall past the mat with a fake baby on it. It's not the same as a real baby, but we can do it with a real baby. We just don't have access to a real baby. We do it all the time. Every day we do it. So we have a dog that will recall and down past the baby. We'll go from a down to a to place around the baby. They will fall asleep on a mat with the baby. We'll have Angelo running around the room with the dog not moving. We'll kennel the dog up from anywhere in the room. All done from, I was sitting in a chair. Joel was sitting in the chair filming. Real dog training. Like real life stuff. Stuff that can be used in the house. Stuff that keeps families alive. Angelo, can you start your homework, honey? All right. Thank you, honey. So, Angelo's homeschooled. He just swam the dogs. Whatever happened to common sense? And everybody out there, you know, not everybody. Social media has gotten highly organized to shame and blame and lie to dog owners about how to stop unwanted behaviors, which most do not have any idea. Your average dog trainer, which is about 90% of dog trainers out there, 90% do not understand how to actually instill an inhibitor into a dog. You need to instill an inhibitor into a dog in order to stop an unwanted behavior. If you cannot do that, you cannot stop an unwanted behavior. Everything else is a parlor trick. We're talking about life or death here. We are talking about the life and death of the dog. The reason why shelters are so crowded 
is not because of overbreeding. It is not because of spay and the lack of spay and neuter. It is not because of all this adopt, don't shop bullshit. And I'm not against adopting a dog. But that messaging is bullshit. It's made to make you feel guilty. It's made to suck money out of you. The reason why dogs are in shelters, do you want to know why the reason dogs are in shelters? Because nobody could stop their bad behavior. That's why dogs are in shelters. People aren't giving up good dogs. People are not giving up well-behaved and well-trained dogs. People are giving up dogs that jump on kids, jump on grandma, their resource guard. Jumping can be fixed in three seconds or less. Resource guarding can be fixed in seconds. But when you do it effectively, you're told it's wrong. Fine, teach me how to do it right. Jumping, when you do it in three seconds, you're told it's wrong. Fine, teach me how to do it's right. You have to instill an inhibitor into the dog. Dogs are biting now in an incredible risk. Read an article yesterday. Family dog bites, kills, I'm sorry, kills a two-year-old and a six-month-old or a five-month-old and the mom is in critical condition. One dog. And everybody... I, you know, there's no comments attached to this, but if there was comments, everybody would be saying it's the owner's fault. They trained the dog to be aggressive. It's the breed of the dog, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, that's what I'm going to do. I'm going to have a couple of kids. I'm going to have a dog, and I want my dog to kill my children. What are you, a fucking idiot? No, nobody ever said that. And then I want to end up in critical, critical condition in the hospital. Yeah, that's what I want. That's my life goal. That's on my vision board. What are you, fucking nuts? No. But there was probably some signs that they did not recognize or they did recognize that we could have stopped. Think about this. The amount of fucking shit that we get, the amount of shit that we get for using a bonker, which is a soft cotton towel deployed on a dog. Yes, throwing it at the dog's head to stop aggression, stop over-arousal, stop numerous unwanted behaviors. The amount of shit we get, death sentences we get, picketers we get, thousands of negative comments. The BBC does a report. The BBC, like, that's not even in the United States where I'm located. Scottish newspaper, front page news. I'm not over in the UK. Meanwhile, are we not like are we not concerned about these children that are dead? Are we not concerned? 800,000 children a year are bitten by dogs. I believe there's, is that the right number? 45 million dog bites a year. I can easily, easily stop. I'll be conservative on that 5%. It's a lot of dog bites stopped. I can easily probably say 30%. Because we do it all the time. We do it all the time every day. But the bar is set so low because we can't even use common sense. We are convinced that certain tools like prong collars, like, like a bonker, like a shock collar are cruel. No, having an untrained dog that you cannot even control is cruel. Not being able to have people in your house is cruel. Not being able to take your dog down the street is cruel. Having your dog bark at everything that walks by is cruel to the neighborhood. There's three dogs down the street from us here in Florida on the corner. 
So they have the run of the whole corner. It barks at everything that goes by. And I'm like, have the neighbors not done anything about this? It's been going on for years. We've been down here for five months, but we know it's been going on for years because the neighbors tell us. Years. Have the neighbors not complained? Have the, nobody has gone over? Now, I don't live next to these, these people. But if I, lived, if I lived next to these folks, I'd be over there every fucking day. I'd be calling animal control. There's a nuisance law down here if your dog barks more than 10 minutes continuously, not continuously, but over the course of a day, meaning 30 seconds here, one minute here, two minutes here. It's, it's called the nuisance. Throw a bark collar on the dog. Easy fix. Even if you're lazy, put a bark collar on your dog. Oh, that's cruel. No, it's not. Living next to a, bar a nonstop barking dog is cruel. Having a, bar a dog bark for 12 hours a day for five minutes every hour is cruel. Who wants to live next to that? Not being able to have people come in your house. Oh, well, have people come in your house, bring the dog outside, have them meet them, have them give them food, blah, 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 blah. No. That's a lie. Let's use common sense. Let's take back our house. Dogs are taking over homes. Dogs are taking over homes. It shouldn't be like that. And we're not using common sense on some dogs shouldn't be kept alive. Ooh, that's a big one. Killing dogs. That's mean. That's cruel. Really? So the dog or dogs, someone mentioned that they thought it was two dogs. It might have been two dogs. They killed those, those two children and put the mother in critical condition. Of course they should be put down. Well, it's not their fault. They killed, they killed the children. Whose fault is it? I highly doubt the parents trained the dogs to kill children. Oh, they were abused. They were most likely not. You know what they were? They were never told to stop an unwanted behavior. And it's not necessarily the parent's fault. It's dog trainers out there. It's social media out there. It's vets out there. It's behaviorists out there that say using a punisher to instill an inhibitor is wrong. And everything should be a reward with fairy dust and rainbows. This is nonstop bullshit messaging that has got to stop. Use common sense. Your dog growls at your child as it's walking by. Use common sense. I'm not talking about your child walking up to your dog, hugging it when it's eating. I'm talking about your dog, your child walking by, literally walking by, minding its own business. I'm talking about your dog lying on the ground. Your child gets up from their chair and the dog growls. People can't even stop their dog from jumping up on people. How do you expect people to stop their dog from growling at people? And you know who's guilty of that? Not just these pure positive dog trainers. Trainers that also train similar to me. They're all going soft. Not all of them, but a ton of them are going soft. How dare you? You're just afraid of social media pushback. Please stand up and scream. Get on your soapbox and tell people. You don't have to be as, 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 as assholery as I am as loud as I am, but start speaking the truth. Stop lying. Stop the lies. Let people know how stopping unwanted behavior is truly done. Don't worry about social media pushback. Owners that fix their dogs, that got their dogs from dangerous to not dangerous, start speaking up. Don't worry about what your friends say. Don't worry about what social media says. Speak up and scream. Push back on all this lies, all this nonsense, all this bullshit that's going on out there. Common sense. You're putting on your dog's collar and growls at you. What? We have clients that can't even attach a leash to a collar without getting bit. Could you imagine that? Owning a dog that you cannot even put a leash 
too. I, this is the universal sign for like opening up a leash. Okay. Onto a collar. Could you imagine your dog growling at you or biting at you when you do that? We have clients that that happens. Why? How did it get that far? Oh, the dog must have been hit by the leash. No. The dog was never hit by the leash. The dog must have been abused by the person doing it. No. No. At the first sign that that dog did it, it was never highly corrected. Yes, corrected. Oh, make putting the leash on a good experience. Why? Now, I'm not against it, but why? Why do we have to do that? Why do I have to make putting a leash on a dog some wonderful experience? Why can't I just put my leash on my dog? And if it growls, correct it. Meanwhile, we reward all dogs. We use a reward-based system for all obedience commands. We use positive reinforcement for all obedience commands. But that's kindergarten. Do you want your dog to stay in kindergarten for the rest of its life? Let's at least get to middle school, let alone high school. You don't need a doctorate. But at least let's at least get them out of high school with better than a freaking 2.5 GPA. Let's at least get them up to the above threes. Wake the fuck up, people. Stop believing the lies. We're doing it. Many trainers are doing it. But the trainers that are doing it that are not being transparent, but they're doing it anyway, please stop lying. Don't worry about social media pushback. Stand up and speak the truth. If you get social media pushback, I'll show you how to fight against it. Speak the truth. The numbers need to grow on the people that are actually doing the work and fixing the problems and being transparent about how they fix the problems. You have a dog that comes after you, they go up in the air and you take away, they go up in the air and you take away their airflow. Absolutely. You correct them high in the remote collar. Absolutely. Speak the truth. Dog is trying to attack you. Don't let the snowflakes freaking control your narrative. Challenge people. Question people. Fine, how would you do it? Show me. Show me in video format how you would do it. Show me. You're such a fucking expert. Show me. If you say what we're doing is wrong or what someone else is doing is wrong, show me. Show me how to do it. Right now, show me. Pick up your fucking video camera and show me. It ain't rocket science. Email me your video. Show me. Not with your personal dog, but with a client's dog. And not for, I don't want you to have to take six months to stop something that can be stopped in six seconds. Now, dog-dog aggression takes longer. Dog-human aggression absolutely takes longer. Barking out the front window, seconds. Jumping on people, seconds. Growling around the food bowl, seconds. Walking on a leash properly, minutes. Why? Our green to graduate video took us 11 days to get a dog off-leash trained. From, from not even knowing its name to fully off-leash trained. 11 days. And that's just, that's just like an hour a day, 90 minutes a day of training. All the lies out there that are out there about fearful, anxious dogs should baby them. Bullshit. Keep those dogs in a state of fear. No. It's not the way you do it. You build confidence, put obedience on them. You correct them from unwanted behaviors. Oh my gosh, you can't shock or correct a, a fearful dog. Sure you can. Sure as hell can't reward one. Anybody that works with fearful dogs knows you cannot you use a reward-based system for a lot of stuff because they will not take a reward because they are so afraid. And, and fearful shutdown dogs do not take food. It's common freaking knowledge. So what do you do? Make them do it. 
you make the dog do it. Oh, that's bad. Would you force your kid? Everyone likes to care, you know, compare things to children. Um, well, can we have some context here? My child doesn't want to do their homework. My child does not do the answer. Yeah, I'd make him do it. Research. You know the answer? Figure it out. I'll help you, but I'm not going to do it for you. The bar is too low. Common sense is gone. So many people will say, my dog growled at me and I slapped him on the ass. Okay. Now that's not how we train, but okay. It's a lot better than walking away from them. And that's not abusive. Starving your dog like literally starving your dog so it's like skin and bones that's abusive leaving your dog outside in freezing weather that's abusive leaving your dog outside in 100 plus degrees is abusive leaving your dog in a hot car with the windows closed that's abusive correcting your dog for unwanted behavior is love why your dog will stay alive your dog will stop the unwanted behavior not doing it is abusive to your whole family. Could you imagine not being able to have people over your house? We have a dog with us right now. It is a happy-go-lucky sheep-a-doodle. It's a happy-go-lucky sheep-a-doodle. Doesn't even think about biting. It jumps over every guest. It barks nonstop when people come over. They can't have guests over their house. We stopped that all on day one. Day one, we stopped it all. How do we stop it? Corrected it for all the unwanted behavior. You've seen the videos. Go to Instagram, go to Facebook. Videos all over. Go to our Instagram stories. Dog walks to us off leash. Dog listens to us all the time. Does it make mistakes? Of course it does. It's a dog. It's been with us for two weeks. Think about the amount of progress you can make in a month, two months, three months, four months. Meanwhile, we're seeing one-year-old dogs that don't know anything except for bad behavior. And then there's people that are getting dogs but not doing training. What do you think it's going to do? Learn on its own? And the resources are there. If you truly want a trained dog, the resources are there. They're there for free. They're there for low cost. They're there with courses. They're there with trainers. But training your dog in an inside facility, nothing against inside facilities, but in a choreographed routine. Why? Because it is a choreographed routine. Yes, that's a damn good start. But now it's time to get out into the real world. Let's say Friday, Saturday night. Tomorrow night, we take Goose into downtown Sarasota. He'll be doing a downstay at an outdoor cafe. Bless you, Angelo. Welcome. He'll be doing a down uh, a downstay at an outdoor cafe for uh, over an hour in busy downtown Sarasota. He never do that before. It doesn't take much to do. Teach the dog to do it down. Correct the dog for breaking it down. Add distractions to it. If the dog doesn't hold it down, correct the dog for doing that. Bring it out into the real world. Do the same thing. It's not that difficult to do. This dog was terrible in the car. We just did a five-hour round-trip car ride to Fort Myers to donate a bunch of supplies. Did a downstay the whole time. Yes, he had to be corrected less than six times in five hours. He couldn't even be in a car without going nuts before. Barking his head off, going side to side. It's not that difficult to do. But you're told what the folks that are get, actually getting the results, it's wrong. Really? Show me how to do it right. From start to finish. Start to finish. 
All right. Some questions. By the way, I'm not angry. I'm just passionate as fuck. Sawblade, uh, can't sleep. Good side is I get to catch the whole podcast this morning. <laughs> That's good. Yeah, I've been up since about 2 o'clock. Um, I've got to join a new gym, too, because my gym doesn't open up till 7. Now, it used to be open 24 hours a day. Now it's opening up at 7 all the time. Hello, Jeff, and uh, in chat, hope everyone's well. Um, I'm doing fantastic. Carolyn says you nailed it. Thank you, Carolyn. I hope you're doing well. Um, Bobby, um, bad shit opinions on spitting in dog's mouth. I mean, I've heard it before. I don't know what it accomplishes. I mean, is it supposed to prove that you're the dominant pack leader? There's so many other ways to do it besides spitting in your dog's mouth. It's also a good way to get your face bitten. But is it an old wives' tale? I mean, I don't know too many people that are doing it. Tessa says, I thought it was two dogs. It could have been two dogs. I know, I would definitely know it's two children. And the two children and the mom. Children are dead. Mom's in critical condition. Um, I read comments in the story, and they're exactly what you just shared. Poor dogs is what a lot of people said. Right. Yep. Poor dogs. Poor dogs. Poor dogs. Really? Are you fucking kidding me? There's two dead children. They're dead. One was a five or six month old infant. Poor dogs. Are you fucking kidding me? They should be shot on sight. Ooh, Jeff thinks you should shoot dogs. Yep. Flip the narrative, folks. Oh, you must not like dogs. No. I love dogs. I love children more. I love humans more. But I love dogs. But they killed two children. They didn't just jump on them. They killed them. And the mother is, oh, well, five months old, it's actually not hard to harm a five-month-old, let alone kill a five-month-old as a dog. But the mother is in critical condition. That takes some power. Jasmine, what are the inhibitors to stop a dog from resource guarding? A lot of things. Shock coward being the best thing. I have a video on that. We've got a, we've got a course in our online courses at academy.solidcaninetraining.com. How to stop it. We stop resource guarding in three seconds. We don't manage it. We stop it. We stop it physically. We stop it mentally. I've got videos step by step. Literally. Nothing hidden. Step by step. Full disclosure in front of a crowd of people. I've done it. Well, I've done 300 seminars. So I've done it 300 times at seminars. I've talked about it on over 1,500 podcasts. We've done it at our training center thousands of times. You make it suck to resource guard. You say no or use the out command and you make it suck to resource guard. On certain dogs, there's safety protocols put in place because if they're dangerous dogs, they might redirect on you. There has not been a dog that we couldn't stop from resource guarding. Anybody can do it. Anybody can do it. So look at our free resources, get a course, do a consult. I'll walk you through it step by step. Oh my God, shot collars are bad. No, they're not. They're not bad at all. It's the most wonderful training tool out there. You're being lied to. Oh, if you use them right. Yeah. And if you use your car right, it's also a good mode of transportation. What's the point? What is your point when people say that? What is the point? 
we just had a hurricane category four, almost five hurricane down here in Florida. We had to board up our windows, which involves a drill, a power drill, a saw, a, which is a power saw. Power saws are great if you use them right. No one said that. Nobody ever gave a disclaimer about a power saw, which can actually cut off parts of your body. We also chopped up a tree with a chainsaw. I mean, chainsaws were being used. Nobody said, well, if you use them right. No, chainsaws are great. Uh, Chad, hey, is the green to graduate equal to bringing the dog to a three to four week boarding train? No, not at all. Because three, there's nothing, well, it depends on who's doing the boarding train, number one. Like, there's, there's some really crappy boarding trains out there. It also depends on what your dog's problem. See, I need context. This is a great example where I need context. I don't know what your dog's problems are. But the green to graduate will full, it's all offbeat, it's all obedience. The green to graduate is not set up for stopping unwanted behaviors. But you can jump into my show and ask. You can do an online consult and ask. Online consults, what you do is you join Patreon. Join Patreon. Patreon, which is Patreon is a, is a private channel. Our Patreon channel is $10 a month. Join our Patreon channel, patreon.com slash solid canine training. You get 20% off your consults. You join Patreon, you buy consults. You buy courses for 20% off. Spend 10 bucks, you can save 50 bucks, save 90 bucks. Depends what you buy. But with a three to four week boarding train, if your dog's got behavioral issues, if your dog's got fear issues, if your dog's got, you know, any aggressive issues, that gets worked on. But for $197 compared to $5,000, it's incredible. So for $197, at least you'll have a fully off-leash trained dog, and then we can move on from there. The Green Duke Graduate course is so powerful that dog trainers actually want to start becoming affiliates. We're starting an affiliate program. Everyone's like, boy, I'd love to sell this course. So we're going to do it. So any, anybody, but pretty much, can become an affiliate. I mean, there's going to be requirements, but the Green to Graduate course is incredible. Every dog owner should own it. It's the minimum baseline. By the way, you'll get your dog up to off-leash, which is almost public access. <clears throat> Renee, dogs need parameters and they appreciate it. Yeah, they need massive boundaries. Everybody needs boundaries. They need to know the difference between what is right and what is wrong, what you want them to do and what you don't want them to do. It's common sense. Like, do people really think that dogs understand the rules without any guidance? Do folks actually really think that? That's so wrong. You need to educate your dog. This is correct. This is not correct. Lisa says, thank you. Yes. Renee says, I've used a bonker for some time. I use the bonker all the time. Not in every dog. Um, this dog, Goose, I think he's been bonked once. He's been here for two weeks. Once. That's it. To stop, and it was actually to stop over arousal. It wasn't even stopped for aggression. It was just for over arousal. Because he's a happy-go-lucky dog. He runs around. He's overly aroused. He has too much energy inside the house. Kevin said, wake the fuck up. Aaron gives me claps. Um, Aurora, it's easier and less time-consuming for owners to do nothing than to properly train their bratty dogs. I mean, it's not... It's... Put it this way. You either pay for it now or you pay for it later. Pay for it now or pay for it later. Do the work now or struggle the hell for the next 10 years. This morning, I went, I took Tex and Wes for an off-leash bike ride. 
They were off leash, healing right next to me on a bike ride in, we live in a suburb, where houses are 20 feet apart. So it's a suburb. They stayed right next to me. I left them outside. They don't leave the yard. They wait for me to get on the bike. If there's a car coming, they don't go out in the street until I tell them to. We go for a ride. If I stop, they stop. It's not because I'm a dog trainer. Anybody can do that. Anybody. So it's not that difficult to train your dog. When you have an effective philosophy, effective tools, you put in an hour a day, and then you make it a lifestyle. It's not that difficult to do. Donna says, I totally agree. I get kicked out of puppy training class for telling my dog no for barking at another puppy. They said, never say no to your dog. That's bullshit. That's the philosophy. What do you mean, never say no to your dog? Stupidest fucking advice I've ever heard. Laura's focused back to you with a hot dog. I was like, nope, I'm not going to bribe my dog to behave. That's like taking my kids to a store with a bag of sweets and bribing them with a sweetie walking around the store. No, sorry if they behave, they will get a reward, but not using it as a distraction to prevent it. I blame most of these people, I guess. It says it was cut off. You're cut off. You don't need to do so many words. Right, so this is the thing. The, we, we use food to train. The problem with that philosophy was the dog barks, then you use food to redirect it. You just trained your dog to bark for food. You just trained your dog to bark for food. Common sense. We use a reward-based training system for obedience. If a, 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 a reward-based common reward-based training system gets you training a new command, but also increases that command. So if my dog barks and then I present it with food to redirect it, my dog will bark more. Common sense. Aurora, wait, wait, wait. I'm a super liberal and we definitely believe in being the boss and leaders of our dogs and use correction collars. I think it's less about being a snowflake and more about being lazy as fuck. Um, Aurora, I might disagree with you on that. Because there's a lot of people out there that are working really hard with their dogs or just working with the wrong training philosophy. And they're getting frustrated. So we had somebody go to 36 leash reactivity classes, reactive rover classes. 36. I wouldn't call that person lazy as fuck. But we could have done that in one, two, three classes. And then you have another 33 classes to do some incredible things. We have a lot of hardworking clients, but they're working on the wrong philosophy. But also, are they lazy because the training is ineffective and they've given up and they haven't seen any results? So they're like, why keep doing it? It's not working. I must have a, one of those hard-to-train dogs, a stubborn dog. Aaron, the bar is so low in what behavior is accepted from dogs and humans. Correct. Aurora, dogs are not born with the automatic ability to behave correctly. Nope. They're actually born with the automatic behavior to actually misbehave. If we, if we did the whole concept of let dogs be dogs, geez, they'd be biting, destroying, barking, running away, jumping, everything we don't want, pulling, everything we don't want. That's what they would be doing. They sure as hell wouldn't be listening to us. We need to teach them good behavior, just like to teach our kids how to act, doing nothing or letting them figure out you know, why by themselves is not an option. Agreed 100%. If you don't want to put the time in to teach pets or children, don't have either. Yesterday, Angelo did a science project. He's a homeschool kid, so he did a science project. So it includes some chemicals, some dyes, So he had to put paper down on the table. Why? We'd have a stained table if he didn't. 
He had to put gloves on. Why? He'd have stained hands if he didn't. And he had to do things in the proper order. Why? Because I'll take a picture of his nice crystal garden that he's building. It wouldn't have come out properly. There's rules. It comes with a book. There's an instruction manual that this science thing came with. An instruction manual, which is also could be called a rule book. Or, or should he have just been had all the dyes and all the chemicals and all the supplies all laid out, and I would have said to him, you figure it out how to, how to make this crystal garden work. All we would have is a totally missed kitchen and one pissed off Joel. Instead, now I'm looking at this. I'm looking over there in the kitchen window. We've got the we've got the beginning of a beautiful crystal garden because he followed the instructions by following the rule book by getting good coaching from me. Amir, Jeff, hi. What do you do if you have a high prey drive dog become too much arousal when I reward him with food for good decisions on the walk? Well, on the walk, you don't need to really use food. Just use good. So food hurts as well. And that's a great example. If a dog becomes too excited because the dog's too excited, it can make bad choices. So what do you do? Stop using food on the walk. Just use a minimal physical touch. Minimal physical touch with a neutral good. High-pitched voices, that also makes dogs overly aroused. So I'm not against any of those things, but read the dog. KP finally catching up on a live wake-up show. Never stop speaking up. Shout the truth louder. Um, then they shout the lies. I'm trying to, but more people need to do it. But nobody wants to be asshole Jeff. That's what, that's what a lot of this is as well. I know it is. Hold on a second. There's the contract. There's the contract. Angela, open the door, please. And just let him in. And then tell him to hold on one minute. Okay. Um, what's that? Just come inside the house. Right away. Yeah, don't leave him standing outside. It's our contract here. We're doing an addition to the house. All right. All right. Sid says, Jeff, couldn't agree more. Even vets are telling clients not to use e-collars as they ruin dogs' hearts. Really? Have they used one ever? Come on in. Joel's going to help you. There's the contract right there, RT. Joel's going to show you in the back what we need. Yep, she'll be right out. So, yeah, well, vets are lying. Trainers are lying. What was the breed of the dog? I don't know, Mark, but the, see, that's the thing is I'm glad they didn't put it because it doesn't matter what the breed of the dog is. The breed of the dog doesn't matter. Everyone's going to assume it's pit bulls, and they might have been pits. But that doesn't, that doesn't, that's not the problem. The breed of the dog is not the problem. I wish I, I, wish I could say that the poor dog crap still shocks me. It would mean I wasn't common occurrence these days, right? Aaron says... Not correcting your dog for harming and disrespecting you is like staying in an abusive relationship and feeling bad for the abuser. Agreed. People need to be quicker to come unglued to protect themselves and their family. Period. Agreed. My veterinarian thought that e-cows created burns on the neck. Impossible. Had educated her about the possibility of pressure sores and how to prevent it. They're supposed, they're supposed to be professionals. I know, but they're not professionals on, on training tools. It's not what they do. That's not what they do. Deb says, here again this morning, great topic. I also had a similar situation with a client. Veterinarian called me to do an assessment after the dog put the mother in the hospital. Think about that. The veterinarian called a professional dog trainer to do an assessment after the dog put the mother in the hospital. Well, here's the assessment. You have an aggressive dog. I don't even need to meet the dog. The dog's aggressive. Unless the dog tripped the mom and the mom fell over the dog and dislocated her shoulder then it's just a dog that doesn't understand spatial awareness. One of the things we taught teach all the dogs is spatial awareness as well. By chewing up her arm or holding on because he had a stick of butter. Yep, you own an aggressive dog. Chewed up her arm because she had butter. It's called aggression. 
vet wouldn't put the dog down until the dog was assessed by a trainer. Well, who's the trainer? Nothing against you, Deb, but just just call up any trainer and assess the dog. I can assess the dog over the phone. The dog is aggressive. Now, do you want to know how to stop it? Do you want to know how to fix it? That's the magic. So the assessment can be done right on the phone. You own an aggressive dog. Would you like to know how to fix it? That's what you need to know. You need to know that if the person can fix it or not. I was a younger trainer back then, or I would have never gone to do that. Yeah. It's just like, but that's like, should the dog have been putting down? Yes or no? I don't know. If you find a trainer that knows how to stop it, that's one thing. But when it comes to killing children, sorry, you don't get a second chance. You don't get a second chance. Some vets, part of their training is to do a class in positive only. Person I was debating with, uh, should be debating online especially, um, after I said, uh, would use a correction if it could save a dog's life. They didn't know what to say. Right. How could you not know what to say? They'll do surgery to save a dog's life, won't they? If a dog comes in with bloat, if it asks the vet, if a dog comes in with bloat, will you or will you not perform surgery? Or will you let there and die? Will you or will you not perform surgery? Or will you let it die? If a dog comes in with a chucket ball stuck in the dog's esophagus, will you or will you not remove it or will you let the dog sit there and die? It's simple. Thank you. These are simple things. Thank you, RT. These are single, um, simple things. So when it comes to dog training, sorry, but the vets are the wrong people to ask. A reward-based trainer for stopping unwanted behavior is the wrong person to ask. Even some quote-unquote balanced trainers, and I even hate that word now, might be the wrong person to ask because they might not know the answer and they should admit they don't know the answer and they should refer out to somebody. With the green to graduate help with a fearful dog? Absolutely. Training with corrections and accountability helps fear. Training with accountability and corrections helps fear. Oh my God, it makes it worse. It does? How do you know? Have you done it before? Have you done it before? No, you haven't done it before. So you don't know. Oh, you heard, but you've never done it. We do it daily. And we see that it does it because also you'll also be doing confidence building. There's a lot of stuff you can do, but also then you as a human also need to change. And that's what also we do. Sunset Hill Labs. Um, good morning. Hope all is well. Things are always fantastic. There's nothing better than a well-trained dog. No, having a well-trained dog that you can bring anywhere is fantastic. It's fantastic. It's wonderful. Saturday night when we bring Goose out for dinner and he does a downstay while we're eating dinner. We're going to videotape it all, by the way. I'm not going to videotape the whole dinner. But we'll videotape it. It's a great feeling being able to bring your dog places. Uh, Kim says, worked on the green to graduate inside first. Wow, our walks now are free of fear from other dogs. I knew it would stop his reactivity, but I never knew it would take his anxiousness away. Yep, exactly. Because you built confidence in the dog. You built parameters into the dog. You put in a black and white system. This is right. This is wrong. The Green to Graduate program available at academy.solidcaninetraining.com. Academy.solidcaninetraining.com. Go to our website, solidcaninetraining.com. Scroll halfway down. It's there. It's an incredible, incredible course. An incredible, incredible course. It is a game changer, a life changer, a marriage changer. It will open up your house to guests. There's so much that it will do. And it's the baseline for everything we teach.
Leash reactivity, baseline. The baby-proofing course, baseline. Aggression, baseline. Charlie says, again, Jeff is the voice of reason. I'm just a little bit loud. Some people think I'm obnoxious. Some think people think I'm an, an asshole. Some people think I'm mean and cruel. But we're talking about stopping bad behaviors. Watch the green to graduate. You'll rethink that I'm mean and cruel because I'm teaching dog stuff. Watch the puppy training course. Watch that. We have to put context to this stuff. See, that's another thing with this cut and paste bullshit. Nobody's putting context. Nobody puts context. Chad, no, no issues. Just was asking about the obedience and off leash being equal to a boarding train. I'm a novice trainer. Could he's green to graduate as a boarding training idea? Okay, got it. Sorry about that, Chad. Yes, you could. Many, many trainers are getting green to graduate. You'll up your skills. Absolutely. Absolutely. Because you're going to want to do this during your boarding train. So if you're a new trainer, Chad, I would highly encourage you to get to green to graduate. Highly. Experienced dog trainers are getting it, and they're like, wow, I picked up six new protocols to do. Well, imagine that. For $197, you picked up six new protocols to do, and then, and then you're going to be able to use those protocols on all your clients' dogs. Everybody wins. Everybody wins. Sunset Lab says, yes, Bonnie, ordered the educator this morning. Awesome. Amir, I heard uh, Gary Wilkes recommend head halters for regular activity. What do you think about this tool? Fine. I like Gary. We don't agree on, on everything, but I like him. He's actually a really nice person. He's extremely knowledgeable. Anybody ever wants to talk science and throw the science bullshit, go have a conversation with him. He'll tell you the real science. He'll tell you all the bullshit behind it. He'll tell you the book because he lived it. He was there. So I'm not against it. We just have other ways to stop it. Sue says, I wasted a ton of money on useless reward, positive only in-home training where the trainer was literally afraid of my four-month-old doodle. What kind of fucking trainer is afraid of a four-month-old doodle? What kind of wimp-ass trainer did you hire? They don't deserve to be a trainer. They're not a trainer. They know how to spell trainer. And that's about it. A four-month-old doodle? I wouldn't be afraid of a four-month-old any breed of dog that attacked me, let alone a doodle, which, by the way, we're seeing a lot of aggression in right now. We're seeing a huge amount of aggression in doodles. Huge. Um, because he barked at him when he came in the house, made me crate him the whole time and basically said I had a problem on my hands. Um, now that I can afford the inner circle this time around, aggravating my dog is uh, sound obedience, but I'm working on stopping some random unwanted behaviors with your help. Sue, if you have not signed up, I think, Joel, two spots left? Two spots left. It doesn't start till November 9th. Yeah, it sold out the first week. That sold out the first week. It more than halfway sold out the first week. There's two spots left. It will sell out. Then the next one we do will not be till, we're not going to do it in December. Will not be till January. So I would highly encourage you to sign up. Highly. Because what's happening is every time I do a podcast, everything sells. So today, a ton of green graduates will sell, but the inner circle sells. Also tonight, we're doing a what would Jeff do? That's when they really sell. After every podcast, we see sales. And Joel talks about the inner circle during the podcast, and they will sell. I wouldn't be surprised by this weekend that sold out. And I'm not saying that to be salesy or to make you like, buy it now. I'm just speaking the truth. And once it's sold out, it's sold out. So green to graduate, we can sell thousands, tens of thousands. Inner circle, we can sell five. All right, guys, it's nine o'clock. I'm going to end this show with the green to graduate again. And lure up. Good. Sit. And I'm going to lure. Good. Down. 
Good. Tucker here. Good job. Down. Turn around and come back towards us. Tucker, here! That's my boy! The Green Graduates, a little clip there from that. That's my boy! Tucker is a champ. Came in totally untrained. Didn't know a thing. Fully off his trained. All right, guys. Madly in love with you. We'll see you tonight with the What Would Jeff Do show, which is our Q&A show on anything with a wonderful Joelle and myself. And it starts at... 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All right, the link will be going up right now after the show up on our Instagram and our YouTube and our Facebook page. All right, love you guys. Take care.